Okay. Hey, hey. <laughs> so we can thank mom for calling right when we were starting. So it got like weird. I knew that was going to happen too. <laughs> yeah. That's, even, even on Do Not Disturb, she must have been power calling. So. <laughs> Uh, maybe we should have texted her first to let her know we're doing the podcast. Don't disturb. Yeah. Well, next time. Uh, well, yeah, next time. That's that's a good one. Yeah. So, well, we're learning some stuff out here. We put the countdown thing on before we got started to give people a couple seconds to know that we're coming in, and then uh, you can hear Bestie walking around in the background there. I don't know if you can hear us. Okay, it's Peter Pitter pattering. So. Um, <laughs> Well, welcome to the uh, Brian and Kristen podcast. Uh, thank you guys for joining. I'm Brian. I'm Kristen. Hey, hey. <laughs> so, State in the office. Yeah, we, uh, we, we usually have our, our, our intro a little smoother than that, but there was a lot going on all at once to get us going. So um, how, how things going with you, Kristen? Good. Well, I mean, we are about to have a hurricane here, but um, so... Uh, yeah, I don't know why did I have to come, come this way, but yeah. So um, and I got back from another flight attendant job. I mean, Southwest, and I uh, got to where did I go? Richmond. I stayed the night in Richmond and Milwaukee. Yep, and okay. uh, got back yesterday morning on a red eye. Cool, getting a lot of a lot of travels in. Now, how do you guys prepare for this uh, hurricane coming up? What's your preparation <laughs> like? Uh, water. And I'm not a very good hurricane prepared person. So, um, yeah, I have a few non-perishable things and that's about it for me. Yeah. You gotta have, you gotta have more stuff. Cause every time I go to your house, I try to leave a couple of things for you because I feel like you just aren't prepared. I mean, <laughs> I'm not, but I don't like having a bunch of stuff and that includes like canned goods and food and things like that. So it's hard for me to, uh, just have a bunch of things. Yeah, see, you're you're probably underprepared, and I'm probably overprepared. But I don't think there's such a thing as overprepared. I, I think I could be. Next thing I'm gonna get is uh, one of those big uh, things that you can put water and they filter your water five gallons so that you can have any kind of water and it's just it's ready because you never you never know what's gonna happen next. So, uh. well, I'm pretty lucky because my building is on the same. Uh, electrical grid as a children's hospital so usually oh. so if, if electric goes down i think ours gets put up pretty quickly oh that's good that should okay that's a smart that's a smart technique yeah, <laughs> yeah i almost i wish i could take credit for like being like well i looked at the electrical grid and decided i would move here because it's by the power yeah that's that's true i said that's a good plan to have and you live right by a grocery store which is another good plan so Hopefully all your marathon skills will pay off if something really happens and you got to break into the, um, you know, grocery real quick, get your stuff and run back. Yeah, I think I might have a little bit of a, a ethical challenge with that one, but. Yeah. So, um, well, hey, you know, so what we do on this podcast, if you haven't heard us before, is we're brother and sister. And each week we take questions from the audience. So if you ever have a question for us, um, you know, put it down there in the comments section or send us an email and we will answer your question. And um, we got a great question today. And I think we might as well jump in because I think this one will take us uh, a little time to answer. And it's uh, the question is from Pamela, Ohio. And her question is, it says, my question for both of you, if you could choose the perfect career, what would you choose? 
or would you stay the way you are? I think you're both pretty stellar. So thank you for that, Pamela Ohio. Um, we think you're stellar too. And thank you for uh, tuning in and sending us a good question. Uh, so Kristen, we'll, we'll start with you because you've had a lot of careers, right? I think you've uh, definitely. <laughs> I've had just a few. I know I've had a lot of them. Um, and I think the problem is, is not listening to something that you wanted to do when you were a kid. I guess I had a couple things that I wanted to do when I was a kid. I remember when I was five, dad told me I was going to be a lawyer. Um, so that happened. And, um, but I also remember, do you remember Ian, Ian, who was in Montessori brain? Yeah. His mom was a flight attendant for Piedmont Airlines. And I remember as a kid that I thought that, that was such a cool job. Um, mm. And I never thought about actually like, how does a person actually become a flight attendant? And especially after you go to law school, that doesn't seem like something somebody would do. Um, but I will say that I am having, I mean, granted, I've only had a couple trips, but it's been super fun. Like, I'm like, this is what I should have been doing for a long, long time because you get interaction with people. You can make them laugh, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, and it's kind of like, in a way, you're a little bit on stage. So there's like a performance aspect to it. And I always have enjoyed traveling and going places and just being in an airplane. Like some people don't like being in an airplane at all, but I love it. So takeoff and landing, it's always really fun. So I would say yes to that. And then also with uh, doing mediumship as well. I wouldn't have thought that that was a career that I'd ever have because I didn't know I could do that. So, um, but I enjoy both of those things. And a lot of it's because of getting to help people as well. So um, I would say we'll see where this uh, flight attendant goes, but so far I'm super happy. So, so, so right now you're liking it, but you could be, you could be in the honeymoon stage of flight attendant. Could be, could be. But here's what I, I did do a lot of research. The lawyer and me, that skill that came in handy, um, is that there are a lot of people that I encounter every single week who have been there for like 20 years or 30 years. Um, there are very few people that I have encountered who haven't said like it's a career and they love it and they've been some of them been flight attendants you know since i ran into someone she was started being a flight attendant in 1987 so and she you loves it flight with her at some point except she works on delta but yes <laughs> uh, i've been on a couple of delta ones so um well, and now what about um, being a pilot? You, you going to do that next? Or I, well, I would like to. And they actually, Southwest is a program where you can learn about doing that. So I have taken a couple lessons, as you know. Yeah. Well, that, that would be very cool. I could see you doing that, too. I mean, I think you make a great flight attendant. I think it's a good job, good benefits. And it what sounds pretty cool to me is all the different stories that you're getting to experience, right? And also the different people you meet and seeing that it's, it's a type of job. That's a different job every day, right? That's you're you're not going to see this. Okay. Sorry. You're not going to see the same people every day. It's different. Yeah. So the way that we work is that we have the same crew for three days. So I work with the same people for all three days and then we're done and you may never see those people again. So if you've got a coworker, like if you work in an office job and you got a coworker, you don't like, guess what? You're seeing them every single day. Yeah. <laughs> not the case here. I, you know, I feel that's a little similar to the jobs I would do, uh, you know, acting, extra, stand-in, because you would work with people for a while and then you'd be gone. And it was kind of cool because you would talk to them like crazy and because you didn't really know them too much, it didn't matter. Then you might see them again down the road. You might not see them down the road. But, um, yeah, I always enjoyed having a job where it's not the same exact thing every day. Um, yes. So... Well, so 
Um, now, as far as being a lawyer go, do you know that when uh, I was young, I tried a case for dad? <laughs> no, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, I've actually had courtroom experience. Uh, oh, shoot, when the wrong person went to law school. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I just hate school, but I liked going to. Yeah, YouTube. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, uh, I, so, you know, he, dad was a defense attorney. So he took me and there was the arraignment where all the guys are handcuffed and yeah. they come in and then the judge, you know, goes over whether you can let them out or not. And I forget what the guy's name. I actually think it was Mr. White or something like that. And it was pretty much set up between Ju dad and Judge Kistler, you know, who was also our neighbor. That was going to be the guy was going to be let off. I mean, I think now, you know, when I got older, I figured out that was but <laughs> it wasn't your it wasn't your skills as a kid. Yeah. So dad said, um, your honor, I'm going to have my son try this case for me today. And uh, <laughs> and he brings me in and all the people are watching, which felt like a lot. It's probably like six or seven. And uh, um, he told me what to say because the guy had been busted on drugs. So he said, um you're going to tell him Mr. White's very sorry for his actions. He's, he's got a family to look out, out after. He won't let it, he won't let it happen again. And if the court please, we ask that he served his time and he'd be released. <laughs> and I went up there, said it the best I could. Judge, did good, Brian. We're going to let him, we're going to let him off. Okay. Oh my <laughs> <God>. <laughs> so, so I've had some uh, courtroom experience and uh, a couple of things turned me not to be a lawyer. And that was just mainly how I saw that all the other lawyers were. And uh, that made me not want to be a lawyer. And um, uh, so they were kind of hard on, you know, especially when dad was dying. They, they smelt blood in the water and they were attacking when he couldn't do anything back, which, you know, really makes me despise Jose Lopez. Yeah, I know mom told me not to get political, but I don't like Jose Lopez. Let that triculate around Miami County. I don't care. And <laughs> this guy's weak, dude. He couldn't confront my dad when my dad was 100% and then he taxed him on his deathbed. So up yours, Jose Lopez. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get political <laughs> on there, but only 20 people know who Jose Lopez is. All right. He's not that big of a deal. Okay. So well, it might be after this. <laughs> Sorry. I, I, could, I can't refrain sometimes. God, I'll be more famous than you. <laughs> so for those, Jose Lopez was a low level uh, uh, defense attorney. My dad was in the major leagues. And when my dad was dying, Jose Lopez was trying to make it to the major leagues on his back, if that makes sense. Mm. So, um, so, but now uh, for me, with that answer about your career, I mean, yeah, I'm a political person. What's uh, what's what's your career? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should be a politician. Dang it! <laughs> I don't know. I might I might switch because out here I feel like. Uh, so I've been doing more or less the same stuff for 20 years, right? Because when I was 20. I moved to California after, you know, we went to the world championships of performing arts and I did that monologue, remember? And uh, that got me, you know, really moving in acting. And then um, I was in the entertainment industry and I, I loved it in LA, you know, to now granted, I would always have other jobs. You know, I'd be a waiter, I'd be a bartender, I'd be a bar back, I'd deliver food, whatever kind of side, do construction, mold removal, I mean, you constantly had have a side job, but none of those were my main thing, right? I'd be doing plays, I'd be doing comedy shows, 
I'd be doing stand-in. I'd have an actual part on a little movie, all that stuff. I loved it. And um, now, since I moved back in 2020, it's all been very difficult, right? I mean, luckily, uh, I've gotten some work from my agent here in Cincinnati, some little bit of gigs from my agent in Florida. But um, for me, I want to keep doing what I've been doing, but just at a better level, you know. Uh, one of my buddies made a good point today. We were talking on the phone and he said, man, it makes him sad to see that now I'm playing little small gigs in Ohio for like small crowds where he was used to seeing me in front of big crowds. My buddy, Justin, who would film a lot of my shows and he would come film me in front of a couple hundred people. And now that's just kind of not, you know, not really happening too much. So, um, and I've kind of stepped back a little bit. I mean, I want to get involved, but the opportunities are less where with everything I feel for me right now. Um, and I don't really want to live in the city anymore. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of hoping to be honest that we can keep doing these podcasts and maybe this can grow and it can turn into something of itself. I mean, at the very least, I appreciate you getting on with me every week here because you know, it's something creative. If I don't have creativity, I go down a, a sad, dark hole. And um, so, you know, that that's the main thing for me. It's like because Pamela Ohio that that wrote us this question. She was at the comedy show. The first one I did after I hurt my finger. Oh, wow. Yeah. So and that was like 17 days after I got hurt. I couldn't even hold the mic in my right hand yet, you know. Wow. And um, so that's why I kind of need this creative stuff. And I've been writing, a, you know, I've been still working on writing a book, you know, which is, keeps me going if I can ever finish it, hopefully. And of course, the movie script we wrote about uh, about dad and the murder trial. Mm -hmm. So those are the things I want to do. And <clears throat> I'm thinking that for the script we, we wrote is that I'm going to go around and start filming the locations we're going to film at so that we can show it to people to, you know, who might want to help us make the movie and show them what I think it will look like when we actually have real camera crew with us. So long story. Yeah. I like what I'm doing. I just want to go do it at another level. And can you still get those like, gigs in like California, like that, the bigger clubs like you used to. Yeah. I'm going to see that's, I'm going to have to go back. Uh, I don't see that's where I'm, that's where I'm thinking you, about. And you can just go. Can't you just go? And like, what I'm asking is I think I've got good flight benefits now. So can you fly out, do a show and fly home? Is that possible? Yeah. That's what I would. That's what I think I should be doing. I think I should go out to places for like seven or 10 days at a time. Right. Because if you're going, if I'm going to fly all the way out there, I should find an Airbnb or something, even though it's going to cost. I got to figure out my, but I should go out there for a week or two so I can make, make the rounds, book myself at one of the big clubs like I had and see. And I want to, and I'm curious to see where people are going to stand with me or not with me after everything that's happened. Right. Mm -hmm. Because I've taken a, I've taken a road. And not everybody's on my road. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly the people in Ohio on your road, but not California. <laughs> and that's the thing. Right now I'm in Ohio and I'm preaching to the choir. Right. I got to go and preach to the atheists. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is a joke. 
<laughs> that's that, that's a good one. <laughs> so, um, but I think that you know, I still have a lot of people that, uh, even though they, I might have a different point of view, they're still gonna understand where I'm coming from, still respect what I do and how I do it. And um, so I'm, I'm just kind of curious to see. And you know, I, I do have a gig, a uh, private gig booked in Long Beach uh, for a corporate event on in February. Nice. Yeah. So I, I want to use that as kind of a time to go back, but I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, man, I want to, I want to go to New York comedy cellar, those type of places, get involved in some of it. Cause as long as I did it, I've never really, I hit New York when you were out there a little bit, but um, you know, I, I, the city, I liked California cause it was spread out. LA was spread out. So it felt where New York is just after like 10 days, I'm like, <sighs> Well, I need longer than that there. I mean, you know, huh? yeah. 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 So I think that's kind of after talking to him, talking to you, now you're pointing this out. I think that's my, my kind of next goal is to kind of go to different places each month for a little time, then come back here because uh, honestly, my personal life here is better than it was anywhere else. Although in LA, I had all those friends everywhere, but that's California. It's superficial. Or L.A., you know, it's superficial, right? They're all your friends when you're on top. But this, they're either all your friends when you're on top or the people when you start having rough times Then another group of people come around to keep you in those rough times because they're in bad times. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. So, um, yeah, so long way around that. Yeah, Pamela, Ohio, I like what I'm doing. I just want to step it up, you know. <laughs> Pamela, that was a great question. Turned into a coaching session. Yeah. How much I owe you, Kristen? <laughs> you can sign up on my website. Yeah. And tell them what your website is because Kristen really does do coaching sessions for people. Yeah. Well, actually, and I don't have it up right now. I'm do redoing some stuff, but um, you can always reach me at kristenswinehart at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. And I suggest you doing that. So, um, well, uh, we're, hey, I think we're coming a long way. We got our, our we, we figured out how to do live uh, videos now. And I think we're starting to, I got a green screen now. You know, I don't know quite, I still got to work on my little studio here, but we're going to have our podcast rocking and rolling. And uh, that's another thing I, I want to keep doing is just, just this, because it's a, it's a great entertain. It's a great entertainment, if nothing else for you and me. And then when mom watches, so. <laughs> I always learn something new too, like some story about dad in the past. So I think that's always fun. And yeah. yeah. Oh man, there's a lot. I mean, just, well, it is interesting because when we first started talking about doing the podcast, you said, uh, we'll have stories that we don't quite remember you from the other people, you know, each other. And, um, and we found that out a lot. And side note back to, Last week when we were talking about our dogs, and then we'll end on this because I know we're getting up. But on our on the on our dogs, um, mom said that we forgot that Buster went to the uh, or not, yeah, Buster went to the state fair as a dog being trained. <laughs> That's right. And, That's right. We trained a dachshund, and a dachshund made it to the state fair. That's like unheard of. Yeah, and then the other thing was that uh, boots. Now, there was some controversy between you and mom over this was mom said that Boots ran away after dad died. But you said it was before he died. Right. Boots was yeah, a dog. For sure. It was before. But it was when yeah. he was in the hospital, you think, or just. 
That I don't know. Can't confirm okay. or deny that. Okay. Okay. So you know, after you know, you don't know some of these stories, but I do know for a fact in the courtroom, I'm one and oh. I have one case and I won. <laughs> All right. I'll learn here. There you go. That's and I don't know. I, I got a feeling. I don't know. I might need to hurry up and get this law degree. You know, there's a couple, there's this one guy who has some indictments coming up. He might be calling me for some real. <laughs> okay. We're, we're going to end it on that. We're going to end it on that. So, so, hey, if you guys are watching, make sure to like us, subscribe us, and, and leave a comment of what kind of topic you would like to hear from us because we uh, always appreciate you guys tuning in and giving us great comments. And uh, and and so we can continue to do this. So um, thanks for joining me, Kristen, making this happen. And uh, we'll see you guys on the next one. Bye.